What up, it's your man, Aaron Sands, and welcome to King Talk Season 4. Let's get it. The views expressed in this episode of King Talk are those of Aaron Sands and not those of the Premier Boys brand, YPG Entertainment, or our respective streaming affiliates. What's up, world? This is the Chief Mally Mal, long live the Chief, and you're tuned in to King Talk with Mr. Aaron Sands. Don't go nowhere, baby. If it's Fridays and it's King Talk, welcome back to another episode. So I just want to um, greet y'all as y'all coming in and everything. Hope y'all doing well. Hope y'all week went well. If it didn't go well, hopefully you get better when you're listening to King Talk with your man's Aaron Sands. That's what it is. And um, right now, we're going to bring in a special guest for this particular episode. As promised, as I said on the premiere, boys, you're going to get more in that. We're going to pause. We're going to get deeper into the Vince McMahon story that's been going on lately with the allegations that's been going on with him resigning, with... Um, with Triple H coming out with that weird ass statement that he had at the Rumble, um, things like that. Um, but before we get into that, I do want to do some housekeeping um, announcements first and foremost. If you're new here, make sure you like, um, like, share to your um, friends and everything, and subscribe to the King Talk podcast on Good Pods. At this moment, we are number one on the indie charts for entertainment. So. Definitely appreciate y'all for tuning in every week, each and every week. Could be anywhere in the world, doing anything else in the world, but you're here, listening to me, talk some shit, and, you know, really get down to the crux of these situations, man. So, I definitely appreciate that. Um, that's number one. That's number two. Um, also, another thing is, I also want to get more involved into the comments of the, um, of the pod. So, if, um, if you... If you guys, as we're talking about the stuff, and you feel like, hey, Sans don't know what the fuck you're talking about, I got a different point of view. Feel free. Drop that shit in the comment box, and hey, let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but first, before we get into the Vince stuff, before you get into the craziness, because going through these text messages and going through the affidavit on Premier Boys, we got into it a little bit, but there's one person that I didn't get their view on when it came down to this situation and we got him here um ladies and gentlemen he is the host of the newest podcast in the premiere podverse welcome to the trilogy one fourth of the mighty mighty premiere boys podcast that you may know him as the chief or should i say only the chief but he's very well known as my bro the guy the chief malibu Yo, 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 what's up? Once again, my boy, I'm on King Talk Sands. <clears throat> Hold on, let me rephrase that. Once again, I'm on King Talk with Aaron Sands. One of my favorite places to be. Because every time every time me and Aaron Sands get together, it's always a ball. We always have a phenomenal conversation. You know, we kicking it live from the top of the sky. Thank you for shouting out. Welcome to the trilogy. We dropping every Tuesdays as much as we can. But right now, we want to get into this, man. I'm, I'm, ex I'm excited. This... Excited might not be the right word for what we about to get into. I was about to say, like, sure, you want you sure you want to be excited? Like, 
So before we get into <laughs> before we get into that, right? Let's um touch on a few things real quick. Um, let's touch on this one thing real quick that I came across as we were doing our prep. Um, so as you may know, we discussed this on Premiere Boys as well. Uh, we discussed the uh, Nikki and um the Nicki Minaj and Meg Stallion beef. Um, Meg came out with a track called Hiss that you know she basically just was going at everybody from Nikki to Drake to her ex party, Parsa Fontaine and a few others. Just to, just to name a few. Um, Nikki took slight to that and then was going was going on a whole rant, whole Twitter rant for like three days before dropping a response to um to his which was called Bigfoot, right? Um told her to get up on your good foot, you know what I'm saying? Gotta um get up on the good <laughs> and even though like lyrically that was lyric lyrically was okay um it wasn't really well well reviewed to the masses a lot of people are calling it a dub they're saying that nikki held the l you know she wasn't a she wasn't a they're saying she's not a good battle rapper and i could concur because she's her you know what i'm saying she had no answer for that you know what i'm saying i don't expect her to because nigga you know what i'm saying um so in the midst of all of this back and forth and all of this response and brouhaha, if you will, her um, ex-offender, if you will, husband, Kenneth Petty came out to respond because a lot of people were saying, hey, you're saying all this, but you're married to a pedo. You know what I'm saying? So you're hearing all you're hearing all the pedo slandering and everything like that. And he then decides to come out and says, quote, I like it. When she gets a little childish. Now this is alleged. It's gonna be a whole lot of alleged shit going on in this. Wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> wait. Because because the thing is, what I do know is about the disc records. What you put me on to today is the 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 response from the husband, right? Um, I haven't really heard the disc records because other than Nikki yelling, get up on the like nothing about an interest in me, right? Uh, but he said, "What again? Could you please repeat that for, for the people at home?" I repeat it again. I'm gonna quote it. You already know how I am with my quotes and my sonographer herself. You know what I'm saying? He said, "Quote: I like it when she gets a little childish." This man quote. <laughs> Keep in mind. This man is on a list. And not the club list, if you will. The other list. The list that I gotta find that I get notified on when one of the people on said list just happens to move into a new neighborhood. He's on a list of people that should not be allowed to live within a few yards of the school. Yeah. He can't pick up his kid from school, basically. Alarms will go off. You know, shit gets a little weird, if you will. I want to get your thoughts on that that comment by one Kenneth Petty. First of all, that that loud guffaw that I had at the beginning that was a part of the comment. That is hilarious. Like, how could you not run? How could you not see yourself running yourself into that buzzsaw? Like, <clears throat> I like it when she gets a little childish, bro. Do you know what you're what you got in trouble for that everybody know about? And I, I don't know, because the thing is, 
I don't I don't know like if 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 people view statutory differently than they view straight up and in some cases it's different but in this case it it sort of wasn't so like bro you got a second chance at life you got a a, a a super millionaire wife she didn't have a baby by you which means you 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 in there you know you stedman in the up <laughs> i don't i don't see why you couldn't think through that comment a little bit you could have said i like it when she gets a little petty because you know that's your last name I'd have been like you, clever bastard. He said, I, I respected it. Right. Said, I like it when you get a little childish. Gambino. Like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bro, that, that's rough. Because it's like, granted, you say you like, you get a little, like, it, 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 it reeks of like lack of self awareness. Right. You know? I'm like, bro, are you not on a list? Does he not believe that? Like, I don't think he believes that he's supposed to be on this list, or or anything like, or anything like that. I don't think he believes that he's supposed to be on this list. Because if you if you know you got caught up and you believe that you got caught up, you you you're more careful than Mac. I like it when she gets childish. We know you do, sir. Yeah, sure. like really, bro. <laughs> Because when you're acting responsible, oh, that's too much. Oh, 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 God, no. Oh, turn off. Right. Weird. Oh, I don't know. It's it's not looking good. I will say that. It is not looking good for Nikki and her camp regarding this situation, especially when a lot of people are already giving Megan the W, knowing good and well, you know, she don't really write her own shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I mean it's 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 kind of it's tough, but um, but yeah, he was like yo, like a little childish, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, that's crazy. Now this is alleged that he may have said this, but it just stuck out to me because I'm like, bro, really, you really gonna do that now? Like, come on, bro, that's crazy. We gotta be more mindful out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? And and the thing is, he's like convicted of attempted rape in the first degree in '95. I don't know. Sorry, I don't know if I can say that. The word word. No, no, you good. This is this ain't YouTube. This ain't we ain't on YouTube yet, so it's okay. Okay. Convicted of attempted rape in the first degree in '95. He's 45 right now. So, so was was that like? Give me a second. Can <laughs> talk maths. Um, oh God, calculator right here. What are we doing? You said um, 45 from 1995. He's 45 now. So, well, his birthday. Yeah. Hold on, I, I got it easier way. He's born in 1978. Um, he got convicted in 1995. 1995, 78. Oh, he was 17. 17. Well, that's different. That is that is different. It's, that's not that's not kitty kitty stuff. <laughs> that's not kitty. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Listen. That's not kitty. I'm crying. I just realized what I did. <laughs> I'm saying, like, <laughs> bro, that's crazy. <laughs> like, that's not, but not. 
I, I get why you say that because the whole gap and everything. You one would think like I bet he was like thirty two, and Shorty was like sixteen. That's that, bro. You gotta, you gotta go. You gotta go. You know what I'm saying? You gotta go. But he's 17, 16. I know 16-year-olds that I went to school with hopping in like vans with like other like older ass niggas. And them niggas look 30. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's I'm not saying that's not crazy, but that's crazy too. Okay. Here's her defense of it. He was 15, she was 16 in a relationship with the wall. So basically her defense to this is that her defense to this is that he 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 was a kid and it was a misunderstanding. Basically the way she making it sound is like it was one of those situations where where the girl wants to have sex, maybe got caught by her daddy or something, and decided to lie and say she was about to get raped. That's what that's what Nikki actually make it seem like. You know, now the details as far as that actually goes, only the courts know. God Kenneth and, and the young lady in question but we all know that he went to jail for about four years for doing it and yeah. uh, after originally pleading not guilty and then he went and, and he lost that case and got jail see and that's tough because now you know what I'm saying you in 2024 and you know people still put you on that list so it, that's why i said like your, your choices that shit matters because now that shit going even though like it may have been not at like i'm not gonna say it's not as crazy because it's still crazy like that shit follows you oh yeah this man you know what i'm saying literally almost 30 years later oh. and in 2020 he almost got arrested behind it because he failed to register when he moved in with nikki in california he didn't let that neighborhood know, as you was alluding to earlier. That almost got him ten years in prison for something he did thirty years ago. But it I know, that's a yeah, house arrest. That nigga can't even leave the crib. He really stepped in. And he um, well, he he um, he killed the dude in two thousand two. Oh damn, R.I.P. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, all right, so I want to kind of like. All in all, I'm gonna try to deviate because I want to get to the main event of this shit real quick. You gotta be mindful, like, of the shit you say out here, especially you know when you're rocking with like somebody that's like known like a Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? You can't be out here talking about that shit if you really did say it. If you didn't say it, then all right, that's cool. Glad to be a little bit smarter, but you know, I hope not because you know a lot of people do some dumb shit nowadays and say a lot of dumb shit that catches them like in trouble. So we gotta really be mindful of that. And going from one creep to another creep. We're going to a much older creep, too. And I've been wanting to get your opinion on this, too, Molly. I got you here. The creep um, squad. Yeah, this is the creep squad. Matter of fact, this episode is the creep squad. I'm naming it right now. I had a name for it when we first started recording, but we got it now. So you'll see that. You know what we'll start coming. Let's refer to this point. We'd be like, oh, shit, he did say it. Um, we get into Vince McMahon, yo. And all the shit that went down from this stretch of time. Now, it's been a little bit of a long time, and we touched a lot of it on King Talk. So, um, one of the things, one of the main things we were um, discussing was the affidavit that dropped from um, Janelle Grant's lawyers. And um, basically, when it came down to that, like the allegation was apparently 
you know, Vince was on paying her off. Like when we had to, we found out he had the payment. He was paying girls off, like three million dollars. This is the woman that was, you know, getting the bread. You know what I'm saying? And apparently, he may have missed a few payments. You know what I'm saying? You know what happens when you get you 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 old run a center, and you miss like a payment or two. Don't be missing no payment. <laughs> Not, uh, bro. You you can't be paying. You can't be missing no payment. So apparently, he did. And then she talk about she ain't just spill the beans, bro. She spilled the whole fucking Goya section. And this average they um. <laughs> <laughs> it took me. A, it took me a second to register that. Just get it. Keep going. <laughs> nah, because it's like, like, bro, like she said everything. Bro. Like you, like you could have been like, all right, I'm gonna reveal this, but if you don't want me to keep going, make sure you do your payments at time. Like she was like, oh, that shit didn't hit my account. I bet, and then spilled the whole beans and rice. Now, to be fair, King Talk or any of the premier boys, we don't, we do, we do not condone paying off people or any of the shit in this in this allegation because it's still allegation you know what i'm saying they still gotta you know figure it out it's a civil case it really comes down to the bag it's not going to like criminal court or anything at that point because at here's the thing because to be fair people get outraged when i say that but here's the shit he been paying you know what i'm saying i could understand if it was like your first payment and you're like oh i'm not paying her because it ain't true you know what i'm saying but you've been paying, and you've been paying in more ways than one, not just in bread, but bro, she been, bro, she got like VIP trips to WrestleMania, bro. She she worked. They was he had her actively employed, and was only yeah. talking to her allegedly about sex. Like wow. that was the only email she was getting. And I don't I don't want to make light of this because I'm like you know going off like this. This is a serious situation. Like I. On, on um premier boys i gave i gave her a shout out because i like standing up for yourself on some courage shit you know what i'm saying because a lot of people be scared to release that a lot of people be scared to take this first step so the fact that you know she's act actively seeing this through you know what i'm saying it takes a lot of courage to do that and hopefully that inspires other people who really been through this you know what i'm saying to really speak out and you know step forward you know what i'm saying because you you'll find out that a lot of y'all faves are trash, so um, that's why you never want to meet your idol. But also, nah, that's bro. <laughs> that's the crazy shit. Because I'm like, bro, what the hell? Like, it's always some shit. And to be fair, if you've been following this, you knew it would be like, you knew it would be like, if you follow like Vince's like path, right? You knew it would be some weird shit because he kind of had a history of doing this. And we spoke about it on Premier Boys. We were talking about Rita Chatterhorn and that whole situation. We were talking about the um, massage parlor ladies in like Tampa Bay and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is public. People, you know, you look it up, Google it, it's there. You know what I'm saying? As I told y'all on Premier Boys, I was reading the affidavit. I was reading, going through it and it got worse and worse. I'm like, bro, it can't get worse than this. And then I had the Beanie Seagull voice in my head talking about, keep going. So I did, and I'm like, shit. And I have it on here on the screen. We have it here on the screen. And um, I invited Mally here. He wants to volunteer to do the text messages. So we're going to talk about it. We'll break those down, and then um, we'll go from there. So Mally, go ahead. I'm going to read um the 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 start of the text messages. It start off on uh, the hundred. 
if anybody else actually takes time to go look through the affidavit and things, that's one thing I do like about King Talk. Um, we, 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 uh, well, he prioritizes like the real details over assumptions and feelings. So if you want to see the real affidavit, uh, it's very Googleable. Um, around the 138th point is when they start, um, showing the text messages that are allegedly from Vince. But for that, uh, the other 137 points are mostly introducing how they met and then how the relationship turned into one of, um, Vince basically using his money and his power to push this woman into a sexual, um, relationship through her employee. The way she paints the picture is that she came into this broke, um, broke destitute, just coming off of um, a long period of time where she was taking care of her own loved ones in order to, to, you know, just get them to their final resting place. After they passed away, she was looking, you know, to just to rejoin the workforce and start taking care of her own life again. And then from there, she kind of got it. So we're going to read the first text message. <clears throat> I'm going to do my best, my very best to maintain Vince's voice throughout. Y'all work. Okay. Damn it. Gosh. I love it. That's you, Janelle. Nah, see, that that was like, that went like evil villain. Nah, that was like 2002, bro. I can't really do his more recent one because he sounds older. Like, you don't, he don't have that. Like, he has that draw. Like, he like, like old dog type shit. Right. I'm going to do the Vince everybody knows and love. Damn it. You just can't get enough, Ken. In the future, it's going to be so bad that you'll demand to be fucked twice a day. Oh, my God. I can't say that like that. I got to say that. Bro, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is like savagery as fuck, bro. So it's like. And if you don't want to continue, that's fine. But I'm like. No, no, no. I'm going to keep reading it. I'm just, I, I don't know if I'm going to try to keep doing it. Like, I'm going <laughs> to. Cause that'll make it. That makes it funny. But now I'm. I'm the more you read, the, the more it's just like, oh man, weird, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, that you'll demand to be fucked twice a day, and not just with redacted in a three way. And this, this apparently, this message, um, based on the affidavit, was sent after um she did have a threesome. Um, between Vince and a physical therapist. Oh, God. Why not let the others see the beautiful voluptuous body and watch you shake uncontrollable when you come? They'll go out of their minds. Then I'll find more friends and we'll tie you up. Oh, my. Oh, okay. I'm reading it straight. Then I'll find more friends and we'll tie you up so you're helpless. I'll direct them to have their way any way they want. Who can make you scream the loudest? Maybe I'll just line them up and ha and, and have them squirt in your mouth. Your pussy. <laughs> bro, with an E, bro? That's, I, I was upset about that on the, um, on the Rumble prediction. Yes. That's <laughs> That's what made me. That's what made me laugh at it. <laughs> he really wrote it with an E. What's up with him? 
you could you could at least put an accent on that shit, man. Like a little classy. Is that how old people spell pussy? Like, it's possible. I don't know. It was more. Shit was probably more proper back then, so they probably just put an e on it, dress it up. I don't know. It was weird as fuck when I saw it. I write it without the e. It's gonna make it. It's gonna make it too explicit. Yeah, you gotta class it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's, just, it's definitely just adding this E that's going to change this message from being explicit. That's it. But on, <laughs> all over your tenacity, all at the same time, you'll be covered in cum. And we'll make you eat it all and taste everybody's cum. The next morning, yeah. you're a little sore, but you're still going to want more. After all that fucking. <laughs> I don't want to laugh, but it's so gross. Like that he's saying this to somebody who's a real person and not a person trying to 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 to, to star in a bukkake scene in a porn. That's what all it was given. I'm like, bro, why is this like I had to sit there and read this to myself. So I'm like, nah, I can't sit there and let me read this by myself and I and I can't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like Like that's crazy. And so after this text message, she actually had Several, under her words, several additional threesome, in large part because she felt she had no choice. So that's 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 the angle they're pushing here. Like he pushed her into it by using, you know, undue influence of being her boss. Okay, and the next set of messages <clears throat> come at the point one forty two. Uh, after the threesomes began, McMahon became more sadistic and his fantasies focused on control such as choking, sensory deprivation, pain, humiliation, and group scenarios in which Miss Grant was to be physically overwhelmed and subservient. The text message reads, read your last picture. You need your panties ripped off and three big black dicks. He capitalized all of this in all three holes at the same time. Ah, I'm reading it like it writes because there's many exclamation points after that. Way up, it's serious. I'm dead word. Like <laughs> I'm promise you, I'm serious. Way up your pussy because he spelled it with an e. Like I, I really, that's just how he spells it. That's insanity. Way up your ass as far as they will go, but even further. The thickest cock goes down your throat. So it makes you gag and convulse as those big black cocks pound away. It feels like from the start you're being assaulted, but it's just made you come nonstop. Just one continuous constant orgasm and just before you pass out, those big black dicks squirt their loads of cum inside of you. As you lay on your stomach, cum is coming out of all your holes and I'll turn you over and jack off all over you. That's disrespectful. It's like, it's like, I understand why we couldn't read this on the Premiere Boys. Premiere Boys, while we do touch on some things, we 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 tend not to get this. Like at this point, I was like, "Yo, this is beyond the pale." Right. Like we're we're about to go off the rails here, and I had to keep reading because I'm like, "Bro, like we're already this far. We can't go. We it can't go more crazy than this." Like, but then I realized we only had like I was like halfway like through it. Then we got the um the page counter, and I'm like, bro, we're halfway through it. We gotta keep going. So we did. And I'm like, bro, it, you know, 
he was about to go on TV, right? And he had her text her right before he hopped on hopped on Raw. And I'm trying to remember. I'm like, bro, which Raw was that? You know what I'm saying? Like, the worst part is it had to be a more recent Raw because um, Janelle alleges that this relationship only began when she got hired in 2019. There's only been five years. Now we've been pushing in the um, six years. No, I'm lying. There's only been four years. Now we're pushing in the five years. And this has been going on for a while. Like she was there for over, over at least over a year. Because by this point, <clears throat> by the point, by the time we get past that same message, we're in um, 2020, June of 2020. Yeah, like I'm seeing the dates. A lot of this is happening through the pandemic. This is probably during like the Thunderdome era. That's exactly when it is. Like just the era right before it, and then into the Thunderdome era. That's crazy because that you know it's crazy. That's when like Raw was at at like its worst. Like people wasn't really checking for it. No, Raw was Raw was still needed a lot of recovery by that point. Raw hasn't Raw didn't really start getting good good until like a year and a half ago. Like when they really started forcing Vince to loosen his reins on the show. That's when they got like better. But like you, you talking 2019, 2020, you going in the Thunderdome era? That, bro, three hours of that? Like, come on. It was it was rough. Montez Ford made it worth it a lot of times. Montez Ford, Oscar, I need to shout out the MVPs. Andrade. They made they made some of that worth it, but like the, the bland storytelling, the geese title shot whenever you just felt like you wanted somebody to have a title shot. The constant forcing of Omas in positions where he would just have to lose eventually. And that's the crazy part. So I'm thinking about this. I'm putting this I'm putting two and two together. I'm like, damn, bro, this is like I could see why the product was like ass because we wasn't you wasn't focusing on the quality. You was focusing on the freak offs. Right. And if there is no other term that can can perfectly encapsulate what we're reading through these alleged text messages other than freak-offs. Because this is some freak-off shit. Like, this is the type of stuff that you and the partner and or partners, y'all all have to be depraved the same way for it to be okay. It can't be like you trying to trying to snatch and pull somebody along for this. No, no, no. Y'all have to be already at this zone consenting adults fully consenting she has to want it you have to want it but it's to be okay any other scenario it's not okay and like 80 percent of the time it's usually never okay exactly you know what i'm saying you might come across that like what like two or three ladies that would be like all right you know what i think i might be down for a freak off and then actually be down for it right you know, and I'm like, hey, speech is on. I ain't mad at it. Ain't no wrong with it. But everybody got to want it. Right. And from what I've seen, most ladies, for the most part, don't want to be part of freak offs, at least of this magnitude. Right. What we're seeing is a lot of men using their power and their influence to, to get these women around them. And then they kind of have these women in the world and they bend and they, they try to get them to bend to their influence because of the influences that they have. Money is a huge influence. It's 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 hard to say no to a billionaire. But this is disgusting. Like if you're not this type of person, 
this 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 stuff makes your stomach turn. This is nasty. I wish, just for Vince McMahon's sake, that this was a lie. But also, what we've seen of Vince McMahon, what Vince McMahon has even talked about himself. Bro, the Kiss My Ass Club. Not even just that, because that was weird in of itself. But I guess we pushed past it since we put people's heads in Rikishi's ass. That's what we was doing around that time too. But even the the the, the Trish bark like a dog thing. I remember watching that, and I was only like, <clears throat> what was I, 11, 12 when I watched that. And it made me uncomfortable. And, of course, that was the point. You put a, a villainous villain on screen, and you, and you make them do villainous things to the women. But it went on for ages. It didn't have a direct comeuppance. Um, I mean, a couple of weeks later, Rock shoved, um, Rock had um, Trish Stratus shove, um, you know, Vince's head in the Rikishi's ass. You know that, that if you want to call that come up, it, because that's the point of wrestling. You know, you you let your bad guys bad guy it up, but your good guy got to give them the come up, and so that the audience know that yes, this is somebody bad. <laughs> you can't just have this man have a grown woman get naked in the ring, basically bark like a dog. But think about what else was on TV around that time. You had people like Jacqueline doing. Uh, 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 with Braun Patty mud matches, he hired people like Stacy Keebler and Tori Wilson to do the same. And then when they stopped doing the mud matches, every now and then he just have them come out and do some fake sexy thing. He remember the foursome angle they had with um, it was Tori Wilson, Dawn, uh, I can never remember her last name. What, Dawn Marie? Dawn Marie, there it is. Um, Oh, who else was in there? Was it, was it Billy Gunn and, and, and somebody else? Jamie Noble. And was it Jamie Noble? Probably. Jamie Noble wasn't a lot of those um, type of matches like the ladies and everything. But either way, like, so, so you see there's a constant pattern of maybe when you could have like pushed them into a more wrestling-based storyline, forced them to learn in the PC, and if they didn't learn, fired them, Right. Because how long they kept Kelly Kelly without her being able to effectively do a move is beyond. Bro, she was in she was in ECW, bro. Beyond. So it was like the end of that shit. And what was she doing in ECW? She was doing like strip poker matches and shit. Exactly, extreme expose. She was being on um, Mike Knox's overly controlled girlfriend when Mike Knox is like, "Don't strip." <laughs> the crowd is booing. <laughs> And then the, the good guy come out and maybe a, he'll beat up Mike Knox or whatever and then she'll she'll happily strip. Remember, all of this is coming from the mind of Vince McMahon because he was the head of all creative. And you couldn't put nothing on TV without Vince's approval because it's his show. So it's like you see this pattern of behavior and you hope that it's just to enhance the profile of his TV shows. But you also got to realize some of that stuff is coming from within himself. Now, once again, this is all allegedly. For all I know, he could just watch too much porn, right? <clears throat> Whatever. But I'm saying is the pattern of activity that we've seen over the years, the stuff that he wants to get off, the stuff that, that he wants to put on TV, it, it, it hasn't been uh, 
it hasn't been anything that would lead me to believe that he didn't do this. But you know, as that they're going to say, they're going to do it like YSL. It's like, oh, you can't use our lyrics to <laughs> to tell us whether or not we're guilty about these crimes because our lyrics are just lyrics. Meanwhile, every lyric is like, it's like, was Vince McMahon openly snitching on himself? The devil snitches on himself. Is saying. So let me let me um. You want me to get back into reading more of these text messages? Um, yeah, you can see with the text messages. So this one is after point 147. Uh, by this point in 147, McMahon is openly sharing explicit photographs and stories uh, about and of Miss Grant uh, with the WWE crew at the taping, which is crazy to me. <laughs> You pull up the royal. Look at this pussy I just got. That's crazy to me. And that's the last thing you want to expect. You trying to pull pull up, trying to like you know produce a show, and you like, hey yo, look what I had Shorty doing last night. And then you lit about that. I'm like, here's the thing. They probably didn't know like the backstory, which is one thing. But when you look like when you look back at that now, it was like, damn, like. You was really excited for that and you wanted to show us like you know what I'm saying? Like that's right. weird as hell. You're literally at TV. This is like one of your job. This is your business and your job at the same time. Like this is the thing you spent the last 40 years building into to uh, 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 a giant and this is how you choose to, to put it in danger. Just open sexual harassment because that is definitely sexual harassment. Even if she's not complaining about it yet, it's actually sexual harassment based on the bylaw. A group McMahon also referred to as her fan club, meaning he's shown and told them these stories before and they were excited. That's it's- the crazy part because it's like, all right, you know, you know, people were looking forward to that and everything like that. It's, it's, it's tough to deal with because she's coming in there like innocent minded about it because, you know, she's trying to find work, get her life together after she loses her parents. And then now she's trapped up like that. So it's it's pretty fucked up for the most part. Mm-hmm. Very fucked up. Listen, there's a lesson in here. Sometimes I feel like God warns you. And maybe you don't listen to that voice all the time. But sometimes it'll be a small voice in comparison to the big voice of, hey, I want to give you a job with a lot of money right now. And I know you're hungry and you need it. And sometimes God is like, <laughs> I don't think you should go down that road. Don't do it. But that the voice might be a little bit little. Now you now you're here. Now you're dealing with a freaking with a, a monumentally powerful pervert. <clears throat> okay, so here's here's the tech. I just passed my phone around to a bunch of guys on the tech um, crew. They were screaming, OMG. He's fucking beautiful. Look at that ass. I like to get that. I paused to count out loud how many guys there were. Twelve. I then said, okay, it's twelve each. And she would love to fuck each and every one of you at one time. The guys cheered. He wrote that in parentheses. So weird. But she will only do it if she takes the three. If she takes three at the time. That brought a huge reaction. She wants one deep in her ass. One way down her throat. It wanted help to say. And you can pound her and keep on pounding her until you pop your load. 
she may scream and try to say no, although it would be difficult to say anything with a cock down her throat. They laughed. I then said, listen, no matter what, just pound away until you squirt. Baby, these guys were having a blast with me. Some of them didn't believe me, so I said you were the greatest fuck in the world. And no matter how much you get, you always wanted more. And then I said, she loves cum. Baby, these texts, as we call them, were having the time of their lives listening to my truthful story. I then said you would take a 10-minute break between each fucking, but then you would get back on your hands and knees with your ass in the air and say, okay, I'm ready. Who's next? She not Goldberg, bro. LOL. But he probably thought about it. <laughs> I know he did. <laughs> Yo, I'm like, the weird part about this is like, and I can, I'm going to keep saying that because there's so many, is that they kept talking, like, as you go into affidavit, they were talking about how, I don't know, this is going to major pause before we get into this. And mind you, this is all alleged. Homie had, like, a collection of dildos and named them after the wrestlers. Oh, yeah, I heard the story how he... <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm like, bro, that's weird as fuck, because you got to work with these... <laughs> they need your employees. He was calling one of them... He was calling the big black one Bobby Lashley. <laughs> I'm like, hey, now nah, I can never watch SmackDown the same. Like, bro, that's crazy. I don't want to see the pride on TV no more. And that's nah, bad. bro. Like, that's it. No more pride. New the final testament. Go have to find some. Go beat up the LW. Bro. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> they got to take a rest now too. Do something else, cause nah, nah that's some weird ass shit. But it's like I'm like, bro. And, I'm thinking about that. I'm like, nah, that's like, you never know. Like, you just never know, bro, until you you see shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like when somebody get like murdered in your town, and then you have that person on the news that be like, oh, this never happened in our neighborhood, but it could have happened in your neighborhood though. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't think it would like this. So it's kind of crazy. That's the thing, man. Like, uh, I want people to be un. Uh, What's the word? I want people to be unbewildered about this. I need you to protect yourselves. Like, what I can read through this is that Ms. Grant was uncomfortable initially, right? Based on the affidavit, she was uncomfortable when he started talking sexually. But she let it rock until she wound, found herself in a threesome. And then she kept finding herself in threesomes. You have to stick to your boundaries. You have to run early. Run early as you possibly can because once a real evil-minded pervert sadistic somebody caught up in a demony and they demons once that happens you you're gonna get locked in through manipulations and stuff and and it's a wrap you gotta you gotta listen to that first voice every single time damn the money the money is not more important than your body because Hmm? But sometimes you just gotta say no, right? You gotta <laughs> leave it all on the table. Yeah, oh, say not no. gonna have sex with me. I'm gonna fire you. All right, boss. Well, you fired me. You know what? Could have she could have turned around much quicker and with a lot less damage to her body and got fifty million out of it. Quick. Oh, you firing me because I won't da da da. All right, up it. Vince would have been bingo, and wrestling would have been better because they would have already knew to put Triple H in the spot. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
he got exposed because after a while, you know, he kind of lost it at that point. So it's like, what do you do with that? Right. So um, when I came, that's part of the reason too. And that's the thing, you know. Um, there's a question I wanted to ask you, right? Now, remember how this whole shit kicked off in 1982 when um, Vince Sr. sold the company to him on like a balloon, um, on a balloon loan. Like if it, like if it ever faltered, you know, what I'm saying he didn't he didn't pay his loan back, it went back to the prospective owners, right? Knowing what you know now, right? Would it have been a good idea for him to sell that? Knowing where we are now with everything that is happening now, that's a hard thought because humanitarianly, probably not. Because let's well, let's face it, Vince uh, treated women horrendously throughout his tenure even when he had them on tv he was treating them poorly that's why he randomly deactivated the women's um championship whenever he felt like it he was so careless with it that when um he did just randomly let go his champion she pulled up on a whole nother company with the belt still that's how careless he was he didn't care but when you take a step back from the ills and you look at the overall, he took a million dollar loan and turned it into a billion dollar company and then made eight more billion dollars off that company. Vince McMahon Sr. wasn't doing that. He wasn't even going to make himself big enough to kill the Indies. Not kill the Indies, kill the territory. Because before there was Indies, we had, everybody had a territory, which they were the, they were the top company. So Vince made a deal with the other indies, your people like um your your Vern Ganyas and and things like that, Dusty even. He made a deal with them not to kill the not to kill all, not to kill the territories. Vince Junior, once he got the company, he said the first thing I'm gonna do is kill the territories. Back <laughs> them up. First thing he did, they didn't survive the WrestleMania era. Like by '88, you had um Smoky Smoky Mountain AWA, but like nobody's talking about them because he got the national, he got the whole country's attention. The only thing that really stood in his way was um NWA NWA before WCW. Yeah, but that's that's because the NWA is the original world's champion um ship. It's the original, original, original. Like NWA is the oldest, technically the most. Well, it would have been the most prestigious title if, if WWE would have kept the NWA banner all the way up till now. NWA championship would be the most prestigious championship in the world by miles. Because it was the first one. George Hackensmith in 1905. Right? But what happened is once WWE got big enough, just like what everybody does to the NWA championship, TNA did it in 2005. Um, once once the company itself gets big enough, they say, okay, we don't want the NWA championship no more. We want our championship. WWE did that and um because they were rocking with the NWA until uh, I think like the early eighties. I think so actually. Like so the WWF championship was still late had that LinkedIn lineage, really until Hogan got hold of it. So yeah, the eighties. If I'm lying, somebody could put me on game, but and then retroactively everything is the WWE championship. Cause even um in some of the earlier no, actually I'm lying. I'm lying. 
they because the WWE was a thing before it was the WWF or the WWF. So the first champion, Buddy Rogers, he was the first one. He was the first actual WWF or WWF champion. And then the lineage went from there. But up until that point, the same company, the same territory was working with the NWA championship, which pretty much everybody was. WCW did that until the late 80s. Then they switched to the WCW championship. And then, um, of course, I mentioned uh, TNA did that. And then they did the same thing. NWA now has its own shows and it's regaining prominence. Billy Corgan is making some iffy moves, so he's stunting its own growth. But right now, like that's how the NWA championship has always been, like a builder type. But it's technically the most um, prestigious title in wrestling. If it didn't spend a bunch of years being given to like um, people who nobody ever heard of yet because they're kind of new. Perfect example, Adam Pierce is a former um, NWA champion. I think he's like a five-time or like a six-time NWA champion. Right. He was a great NWA champion, but he didn't have no name value for whatever reason, too, because I watched a few of his older matches. He had some old matches with Hangman Adam Page before he was like, Hangman You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But good. He's a guy, Nick. All this, he come out of NWA. He's like one of the longest reigning champions, which is crazy for this storyline that he's in now with the bloodline and everything, so saying the same thing he had he had the thousand day reign i think cody ended his reign mm-hmm. so he had the thousand day reign before roman oh, did it before we started giving 600 day reigns to gunther slash walter and and butch and all them people he was in nwa holding the title for a thousand then they gave the title to damn it uh tyrus that shit was insane like why they gave the freaking <laughs> okay, he was like 50 years old trying to wrestle bro like and and 50 years old way out of shape way too big because like your body can only carry but so much even if you can even if you like like Samoa Joe is actually a little too big for himself but he can still carry himself he still has yeah, he, he's like he's like an athletic big right Tyrus was just big he was just big, and that was his draw. Like I, I watched him do, a, I watched him hit the ropes to do a splash on EC3. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "That's the laziest shit I've seen in like three years." Right. But getting, I don't want to veer off too crazy because I, I know we, we can veer off a little crazy. But getting back into the Vince shit though, um, and I kind of want to put a bow on this a little bit if there isn't no more. Um, There's a couple more. I'm gonna try to read through them quicker. Um, it's just like when I read them, I like to read the little pieces above and below just to give a little context to. Um, but I, I'm gonna move them through a little bit quicker. So let me finish this one. Let me finish the next one. Then we kind of we kind of wrap up with our thoughts, I guess. Yeah, because that, that's bro, that's crazy. We could definitely end with final thoughts after that last one. There's a there's a few more patches, so I'm gonna try to speed through them. I'm not at this point. I'm not even reading them in his voice on purpose. It's just. Now it's just right. Like I don't want to <laughs> read that in my voice. Like this shit is rough. Disgusting. How do you how do you pick a random woman and decide you you gotta fuck team? You like, gotta how do you like freak offs? Right. Here's another you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, that's crazy. It's insane. And then just talk to her like this, like nobody can tell you nothing. See that that's pride. That's pride and disrespect mixed together. Yeah, I basically finished this. He he 
that one he went back to the he finished that up with um once again talking about come leaking out of all her holes hey yo custom shit he wanted her to establish a schedule for when she was dealing with other men including the physical therapist and john laurinitis so here's his ace in there johnny ace which is crazy because that's about to ruin his whole marriage because he just got he married um the bella's mama how you fumble the bag like that though crazy right crazy <laughs> how you fumble the bag like that though like you like oh damn you hit oh that's that's your girl oh yeah i'm trying to hit that too but johnny you're married yeah but listen she get that ace crusher it's gonna be a wrap i'm like bro that's crazy and it's a legend by the way allegedly john laurinitis went in raw after she asked him multiple times to use um protection she got sick she started losing weight from all of this my boy john laurinitis was happy though because vince told her that he hugged hugged him like a bear and thanked him 12 times now we're getting into 2021 um here's another um Okay, this is with this is Vince asking her to establish a schedule to sleep with all these other men and things like that. And this is and and there's gonna be a part in here where she attempts to say, Okay, I don't wanna do that. Exactly, baby. He's not the only one. Redacted called me this afternoon begging to eat you and fuck you with his nice and hard dick. Hey, I don't wanna laugh. This is the most outlandish but also disgusting shit i've ever heard be alleged to be attached to anybody is this how people really talk to people uh, apparently i don't know like i don't be knowing what's going on in their D- in people's dms but i'm like if it's remotely like this i'm like bro we gotta do better as a culture send the asteroid my nigga like boy like all right jesus son. anyway i think it's getting about that time like this is this is getting crazy down here like I've seen like girls' DMs, and the, the crazy part is, it's like when it's like this, you already know what to expect out of like the 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 profile picture, the profile of the person. Usually, the person looks completely unkempt. They got the neck beard. Uh, uh you know they, they, you don't expect it out of a a seven year old billionaire. But, no, at all. Because, you know, it's like, oh, people would normally say, like, oh, well, he's a millionaire or he's a billionaire. Why would he, you know, why would he need to, why would he need the rate? And it's like, bro, that's, money doesn't matter with that. It comes down to to your mindset. If you got a fucked up mindset, then, you know what I'm saying? Like, it can get kind of crazy. If you got a messed up mind state, what happened for Vince is exactly what's going to happen. It's going to make it easier for you to get away with this stuff. It's going to make like you're gonna litter if you have this type of energy in your heart. When you don't have money, you're gonna be the weirdo in the DM. Soon as you get money for real, you're gonna be the weirdo in real life because now you're gonna think you're somebody. You're gonna put some money on the table. You're gonna put some propositions, and some people gonna take it out of desperation, and you're gonna think that you're something. Meanwhile, you're just a disgusting pervert. That's it. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to be judgmental about people's kinks and stuff like that. But when you're using any any level of power and influence that you can find in order to force people into your kinks, you're disgusting. 
and you're a pervert. That's it. Fact. And honestly, that's that's really what it comes down to. So it's like, you know, when you it's not about money or like, you know, your appearance and everything like that. Cause really you can really be anybody sitting there going through situ- a situation like this, you know what I'm saying? So Texas are in, insane, bro. I, I ain't I, I I said my my name on the chat was Big Talky Sands. I ain't got much talking at me on this one. Cause what what can you, what can you say? Like the thing is, and and I want everybody to forgive my laughter. Like I, me and my family, we deal with tragedy through laughter. That's why so much of it. Um, that's why everything that we go through, we could still get up and keep going. So we deal with a lot of tragedy just by laughing at our pain, right? It, it's that's so. Bad. It's it's the absurdity of the levels of disgusting that this is is the thing that keeps getting it's so absurd and it's also goofy. Who had who's talking? Why are you as a grown man describing somebody describing another grown man's dick as nice um, parentheses and hard? No, like how do you know that? Right. And is he only- like one of those? He's one of those Diddy types that be in the corner and shit. Apparently, jacking, bro. Like that's crazy. But man's out here jacking. Yo, it has to be because who, who really wants to see a shorty that they like or that they're messing with, talking to, whatever, whatever. Who wants to be in the room seeing her get fucked on by twelve dudes and stuff like that? Like. I've never been the type like to be in there running trains or doing that. It's 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 too high risk for me. But it's also there's a level of ill. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that's a fact. You know, and, and on top of that, that's like your employee. You gotta pull up to work. It's not like you said. It's really you really couldn't escape that because it's like all right, you gotta deal with this at work. But then like all right, bet you could go home and like you know decompress and you know. Try to figure out some way to get out of that. But then you go home, the nigga lives in your condo. Yo. The nigga lives in your condo. And you talking about, oh, come to the suite. Like, what? The niggas know why you're going up. Like, after a while, niggas know why you're going up there, bro. Right. You ain't going up there to read the Bible or play checkers. There's all, all the stuff that I'm reading here. He, if this if this allegedly gets proven to be a non-allegedly, he's deranged and and you know jail and or a psych ward, whichever one you want to do, get him off the streets. Uh, I feel bad. I, honestly, if this is the case, like putting the company in the hands of the people is probably the best idea ever. Because had uh, the TKO deal not have happened, and then this all came out, WWE was going down in a flaming ball. Yeah, uh, he so he had to sell it. I feel like he like during this whole situation, like he was working on this deal while he was going through all of this. You know what I'm saying? You're absolutely correct because the timestamps. It's a nine billion dollar deal. They've been working on it for a couple of years. It's a nine billion dollar deal. Those don't just go through like you went like you went to the corner store and you threw a dollar on the damn thing and walked out with your Arizona. There's some process when you move in nine billion dollars, and it's a, it's a big deal. So it's like, are right, you doing all of these moves? You're not passing it down to the family like people thought you would. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, why is he making these different moves? Like, granted, he he 
worked with good he he worked with people that isn't that has the company in good hands with Ari Emanuel, Nick Khan and the folks. And of course he brought Triple H in there, you know, to maintain creative and he's doing an amazing job. You know what I'm saying? But what scares me about that is the whole anonymity of the corporate officers. Because in the affidavit you have like corporate officer one, corporate officer two, corporate officer three, you know what I'm saying? And they're like heavily involved in this situation. Now Ari Emanuel was talking about anybody who was like close to either close events or is close to the situation, they get packed up. If it comes out that well, and this may be like a little far fetched because of the dates being the dates, and I asked the guys this too on Premiere Boys, and I asked you too. If Triple H is in any way involved in this situation, right? Should he be getting packed up as well? Yes. It's upsetting. But um, that's where it came out that a part, some of this was going on before. Like a lot of the um, the older female talent, like some of the swimsuit model talents that we got in like from 2000, um, you know, from 2002 to maybe 2008, nine-ish, right before, you know, um, you know, Mickey James started kicking it up a notch. You got, um, you started getting Layla and Shell, you know, people that could wrestle, wrestle in there. Um, a lot of them got similar type of complaints about being being um, sexually exploited, being put in humiliating decisions if they didn't decide to do this. Dawn Marie is one of them. Say mm-hmm. about this. Uh, you can't even mention on WWE TV no more. Right. Amy Weber. Um, Joy Giovanni. That's why she was there for like a, a, a blink. Only reason I really remember Joy Giovanni's name is because for some reason she was she was very usable in all in SmackDown vs. Raw 2000. And that's the crazy part about it because you know, even um, with Ashley, Ashley Bazaar, you were talking about that whole situation in Kuwait mm-hmm. and everything that went down there. And it's very similar to what's what we're reading here. Right. Very similar. So it's like, was she really capping though? Like, or was she se- was she telling the truth? And nobody just believed. Just nobody believed her, right? Like I think they, when they picture these women in their mind, they're picturing stupid bimbos, right? Not to insult women, they're picturing stupid bimbos. So when you get somebody like an Ashley, who's at the very least willing to stand up for herself, like doing that, then they fire them. Exactly. Got dumpster. Now exactly. she was good. No, but I also know that she was somebody brand new, basically off the street. She has to get wrestling training. She was she was excited, but like, you know what I'm saying? They had her around for what they wanted her for. When she didn't go for it, she was out. Back to this. Back to this text message. There's only a couple more. Um, I'm gonna try to read them. Try to get through them. <clears throat> so this this first message. Uh, he's trying to set up a schedule for her to have sex, have more sex with more people. She said, give me, give me another week, baby. I'll be ready. I'm feeling more like myself. It's not great, but it's, it's getting better. Tell him soon. Cause what also in the affidavits is after going through it and actually doing a lot of these things, she's literally, um, complaining about being sore, bleeding, things of that nature hurting so bad, unable to walk. She's sick from the stress and from just 
having her body polluted with so many people. She's losing weight. All this type of stuff. I would be I wouldn't be surprised if her hair started falling out. Um regular thing. Like at at a certain point it became a regular thing for um for her. Like having these freak offs and trying to figure stuff out, you know? So it became like a like a routine and that takes a toll. Especially on your mental as well. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're a normal human being. Like human beings ain't meant to be freaked off like that, nor forced into it. Um he responded to that. He said, I already told him, baby. By the way, Johnny wants Tuesdays, but not this coming one and the occasional Saturday, but maybe I can shift it to like Thursday nights. Honestly, Johnny would like all of the above. Johnny Saturdays. That's crazy. How are you scheduling? <laughs> you got to schedule a freak off. You got a whole, you got a whole wife, bro. And and at this point in time, this is 2021. So not only has Lauren I just had a wife, they got married a long time ago at this point, maybe like six, seven years. That's another thing. It'd be these married people that be acting like this. That's why Linda don't want nothing to do with him. She found out about it and she was like, yo, listen, she got to go or we airing this shit out in divorce court. He, he wasn't trying to have that. Nah, she knew how Vince is. Like, that's why if you notice, like, pretty much since the Attitude Era, she wasn't fucking with Vince. When she went and did that shit with Trump, she wasn't fucking with Vince. Not like that. They all thought it would be in the best interest for the WWE, but she wasn't fucking. She was there like for like name only, you know what I'm saying? And then like Shane really stopped fucking with him, especially after right around this time. Mm-hmm. Cause remember around this time, because now we're in 2021. Uh I think it was wasn't it last year or the year before last where he got Yeah, it was it was last year. No, 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 it was the year before last where he got on ousted, because this would led into No, it was last that year. That was the Royal Rumble. That no. was the year where he had the Royal Rumble. He no, got out of pocket at the Rumble. No, no, no. That was when he came back. The year, whatever year that was, yeah, it was it was 2022. Because um, that was the year Damage Control came back. The year Damage Control came back, the year um, uh, Brock Lesnar used the track on Roman Reigns. That was the first pay-per-view without Vince at the helm. Because Vince had left. When he had left, you already seen him on dates with other women and all type of stuff. Vince, like, listen, I know a lot of this is alleged, but there's a case. There's definitely a, a strong case here. Especially when he stopped paying, and even then, and they describe it towards the end of this, too. They, they describe why this is a case, you know what I'm saying? And why this needs to happen, honestly. Right. Like, honestly, I'm looking for more more different information inside of the text messages. I'm getting a lot of that through just reading the affidavit. Mm-hmm. Um, the text messages are just him telling her what to do, telling her how to run her body, or telling her how much semen he wants to see leaking out of her or something like that. Weird. And what is this thing with him and semen, bro? I don't know. I don't want to see no other nigga semen on the... On- I don't like that's not a thing like that you, want, you know what I'm saying like oh like what 
you want to watch real life porn i've never been even all right because even if i wanted to watch real life porn the semen part <laughs> it, it wouldn't be my thing shoot for all that if i'm watching i'm having make you have a lot of lesbian sex i don't know i i want to be involved i don't know this is just what happens when you get to a place where you can objectify and dehumanize somebody to the point where you don't see them as he's setting up shifts that's what i'm saying oh don't forget you got to work on tuesdays and saturdays at six right and i respectively what johnny one two on tuesdays so tell john to ask his wife right tell that bella mama to ask what's what's up on tuesday this is outlandish and he'd be right there waiting at they they had these freak offs in the office bro yeah the one the text i read before that he was driving up to the office she was trying to get him to turn back he said either i'm gonna do it either i'm gonna do it in the parking lot or i'm gonna do it in the office which one she said but damn it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it damn it <laughs> that's how i get to my place where i can do the vince poison damn it maybe maybe he wants two other guys this is a text maybe he wants two other guys to join him holy shit i don't like saying holy person this is a text you've told him you would do anything with him so if he surprised you with two others you have no alternative than to take them on once again with a lot of exclamation point omg the stories you could tell me then and this is the other weird part. He wants her to get freaked off by other people and then come back and tell her. It's like Vincent Rand said, ain't no fun if the homies can't have that. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm, ah, damn. Like, that's that's wild, though. So it's like, all right, I'll let you hit my shorty. And then, and then when you're done, you need to come back to the crib and tell me about how that went. Right. I want her and you to tell me how. What? <laughs> Like, how was it? Like, what? What you mean, how was it? How was it from your side, Johnny? <laughs> as good as I told you. Damn it, it was good. Oh, wait, do your Johnny, do your Johnny. It was a very good Sunday afternoon. I really enjoyed myself. Damn, uh, Johnny, you deserve it. You work hard around. I try to bring that people power so I can get that pussy power. That's wild. Um, I'll see you on Saturday. Nah. Oh. You're damn right you will, John. <laughs> like, that's fucking crazy, bro. Like, nah. Like, you really had, you out here scheduling freak offs for old girl, bro. Like, okay. What's the, like, what, uh, what's the um, next one you got? Hold on, let me finish reading. Uh, what was that? Um, alternative of the stories you could tell me. It makes me want to come right now. By the way, I just thought of what what I think is an excellent idea. Maybe you can hint that if he knows someone who can be discreet, it might be better if you and Johnny try him out first so he can get more comfortable before he's introduced to me. Actually, that makes total sense, doesn't it? So now he wants to get even more people involved in this even people he don't know 
This is a like, why are you inviting strangers to this? Like you do, you do realize. Okay, let's take a step back. Maybe you're you're a deprived individual, and and I know we all have our fallings, but sir, you need Jesus today. But <clears throat> even if you're gonna be a depraved individual, right? Can you at least be a smart depraved individual? You are a billionaire currently in charge of a billion dollar company that has a stock portfolio to maintain, a stock price to maintain. Do you not think that this is dangerous, sir? Why not just, you are a billionaire, pay prostitutes. Especially in this day and age, hold on, can I say this real quick? In this day and age, where we've normalized sex work to the point where like, I'm proud to be a sex worker. You can aspire to be an OnlyFans. We watched an eight. We watched a 17 year old girl tell us that she was going to be an OnlyFans model on the day of her birthday, and she made 1.2 million dollars on her birthday off OnlyFans. Let's catch me outside, right? Yes, that's exactly who that was. Bad baby. I don't know her real name. I refuse to learn. Right. An 18-year-old, what, what we wanna what we wanna explore here is that an 18-year-old girl made millions of dollars almost instantaneously off of the the depraved sexual fantasies of old men. Right? What I want to talk about is the fact that not only are the old men paying for it, women around this young girl, around her age, around the thing in the industry and out of the industry are all pushing for it. Oh, this is how I make my money. What what problem should you have with it? Da, 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 da. Okay, cool. Vince, you don't even have to be that crazy covering it up. All you had to do was find women willing to do. You decided that it was more sexy to use your power and influence to coerce a young lady into doing some things that she probably washes about. Like, you know how some people, when they do something against themselves, they try to wash it away in the shower. Now you're sitting in the shower for two hours trying to scrub away something that's not a physical stain. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what you've done to this person? You know what I'm saying? Like, you could have easily paid somebody who's willing to be... They would have been a billionaire on retainer? Tell me what you down for. And that's the thing, and that's what had to happen, honestly. So when you get towards the end of the stuff, right? You know, she had to, you know, he ended up having to settle because, you know, she had to go to court eventually. And, um, she had, you know, Vince had to start paying her off. Hence the $3 million that had to get funded that we heard about earlier. But, um, in some way, you just stopped paying. So she had to go to court. You gotta make your payments. Alright. Um You want me you to got any last thoughts on this before we wrap up? You want me to finish reading? Because we did have there was a couple more. Or you want me to just go through it or you wanna you wanna you wanna call it call it a wrap here? I'm gonna call it a wrap here because I, I it only gets worse from here. I, from what I what we know. You know, you know what I'm saying? But one thing you get into, which I just seen you stop and scroll on, is uh Payments that were made, like the stuff that she had before, that um, the stuff that she was getting like gifted from 
Fence. Fence was given. Crazy. All right, so gifts given to the plaintiffs during time with the WWE and association with Vince McMahon. So from 2019 to early 2022, so this is three whole years, um, these are the gifts that he would give another keeper under control, a.k.a. the Hushman. Um, alternative clinic medical care, medical and cosmetic services and products, clubhouse access tickets to the Belmont States, so like that's a special room in the in the in the um the horse racing place. WrestleMania private full day transportation and premium tickets. A two thousand dollar Nordstrom gift card. A massive box of Godiva, so a big box of chocolate. Good chocolate, but chocolate. Um, I gotta get, get some from Valentine's Day. Um in twenty twenty he gave a twenty thousand dollars towards the surgery. A pearl diamond paved lariat necklace from Betteridge in, in Greenwich. Um, cashmere knee length cardigan. A blue Burberry um, check cashmere scarf. He's up in the, he's up in the, he's up in the money. Blue cashmere fur hat. Gray cashmere shawl. Celine glasses. A cable knit throw blanket. Large bouquets of flowers delivered. Approximately every other week. A twenty in two thousand twenty-one, he gave her twenty twenty-two. But he went in the future to get that. Yo, he gave her a twenty twenty-two BMW four thirty XI. That's bread. A five thousand dollar gift certificate to to um, Landfair Spa. Two private chef catered dinners in on um, McMahon's condo. A gold and diamond paved paperclip necklace from the same place in Greenwich. Fifteen thousand dollars in Bloomingdale's gift cards. Go crazy, he said. Yeah. Food assortment and display with antique tea ceremony sets from Saudi Arabia. Oh man, it's, he with the crown said, "Let me, let me not forget my freak off partner." Nah, because he—that's where he learned to poop it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's where he learned to poop it. Mm-hmm. He's like, really? He bought that shit here. And more large bouquets of flowers. Um, based on this, um, I want to try to see if I can find a little bit more about the money. So he basically quit her cold turkey um, in April of 2022 after it got to the point of an actual um, rape. But also pushing her to sign an NDA. Yeah, she was like pressured to sign an NDA, and she just had she just ended up signing it. She felt she had no choice. He needed her to sign the N- NDA. He needed her to sign. The, he needed her to sign the NDA. Um, in order to try to make the deal with everything else go through, because remember around this time, around two thousand two, going into two thousand twenty three. That's when he started getting in hot water for the stuff he was doing in the twenty in the two thousand. So he was forcing her to sign the NDA while actually, literally forcing her to have sex again, or threatening her threatening her with sex. Um, she was supposed to get paid for the NDA that she signed, and he was supposed to um cover her medical care and the taxes for the million dollars that he gave her 
but he refused to cover these costs. And we know Vince Vince is very much like that because that's how he basically treated um Bret Hart. And other territories he bought talking about he was gonna pay them X amount, but only really paid him like a third of that. Mm-hmm. Vince is definitely, definitely, definitely one that's um that's willing to to go back and go under on a deal, which is bad. <laughs> like you're you're a billionaire. Why are you going back on your deal? Exactly. Especially if you got it. You out here buying like paved diamonds, which are pretty expensive. I looked at the store. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's pricey as all outdoors. I'm not gonna hold you. Like just the amount of stuff that he he gave up premium tickets and full day transportation to WrestleMania, and then diamonds, and then pearls, and then cashmere scarves, money towards surgeries, a 2022 BMW, and you know it was new. So to put this to um to put this all in a bow, right? Mm-hmm. Got a couple questions, right? And I know you answered one of them with the Triple H situation, right? But all of this coming out, right? And now you got WWE with not, with no McMahon really touching it. And I remember um, it brought me back to like WrestleMania 2000 when the main event was like a fatal four way, like there was a McMahon in every corner, right? Um, and now it's like none of them are even there no more. So what do you think that would mean for like the industry as a whole? We make it um maybe better or worse without him there. <clears throat> At this point, we've already seen that it's low key better. <clears throat> Cause even over the last ten years, ex- which includes the dead zone that was um maybe twenty ten through twenty sixteen or two thousand nine through twenty sixteen, if you don't count the brilliant Rey Mysterio Chris Jericho feud, um and there was a couple other good ones in there. Uh, wrestling was a wasteland. And it's mostly because of McMahon's involvement. A McMahon running the show at the helm. We brought back um, Shane McMahon to do what? Uh, he came back. It was fun because, you know, we missed Shane McMahon. Very fun. Until he started trying to book himself to be the strongest guy on earth. Like, we're watching him snuff out people like, Brock Lesnar fall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> they beat um, the big show one time. I'm like, what? Yeah, like all this type of stuff. Um, Stephanie McMahon, she was on TV um emasculating at all of the wrestlers. Nobody gave her a come up until they decided to hire Ronda Rousey. So were the McMahons actually making TV better after a while? It it became one of those things of What's good for the goose is not necessarily good for the gander. Like, it became just, okay, you had your place. This was your time. Okay, you're still here. Okay, you're still doing too much. The authority storyline almost killed my momentum completely. Like, just watching <laughs> watching the big show and Kane slowly snuff and dump over people, it was the most boring thing on earth. Nah, facts. And I, you know what it was it, for me is like, uh, it, it, it's tough because you get used to seeing the same people at the top of something that's like really successful as WWE. But then when you look back at everything, it's like, all right, you know, now what? You know what I'm saying? Like, especially with, with things being like the way they are now, the production getting better, things are moving forward. Other, um, and I was saying this on the Bear Boys, um, you got people 
you got companies working together now that you wouldn't think would even like work together you know in um five ten years ago you know what i'm saying right like you would never see people on on tna pulling up to the royal rumble like that you know right so now you're seeing that you're seeing that grow you see you, you get to see what's happening in the future and now you're having more eyes on it as well especially with the netflix deal and everything like that so i think about it like um like this like wrestling's gonna move forward regardless like vince doing his um stepping away and you know fading into obscurity is a great thing but you know it was also great what he contributed to the to wrestling as a whole so you know thank you for that but don't fucking come back bro that's that and right like i think vince we're getting wrestling to where it is but like at this point, it's like me thinking R. Kelly for getting R&B to where it is. Right? Because, yes, you you are a strong factor, especially in a lot of the modern, more modern R&B artists. But you are also a reason a lot of people don't trust that type of music in the first place. Because you're singing some of the sweetest things at points in time. And then you turn around and you're doing some of the most depraved behaviors it's the same reason why like women use women who you like did you let me ask you this if you if you notice the change like in the 60s 70s the music it was a lot of baby please a lot of i love you a lot of you're my own uh uh ain't no mountain high enough to keep me from you type thing and as time goes on they say that's corny, that's played out. They say, oh, I don't want to hear that no more. But I'm starting to think it's because that the reason, the only reason people are saying these things is because they're trying to trick people into giving them the draws. Right? Well, that, that's kind of the thing, though, because the things change. You know what I'm saying? People, like, you're right. Back in the days, people were, were basically loving love. Right? right? And then now, it's like, all right, now we just focusing on clapping. We ain't talking about love. We trying to get to this bag. And honestly, that's what it is now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, things like that do change. You know what I'm saying? It does change like thing things either evolve or they stay stagnant or like they devolve, you know? Mm-hmm. And in this case, like and I said this about RB, like on Pinboy's podcast, it kind of devolved into, into something like a lesser version of itself. Right. And I strongly believe that's just because of that influence of R. Kelly one, where his music became more, more, more sexual, even though some of it was more loving, but also the idea that like people are like R. Kelly, they can sing, they can say the prettiest things to you. They can give you the nicest things, but at the end of the day, all they want is a sex slave in a dark dungeon. In this case, what we're reading from Vince McMahon, all he wanted was a was a was a pretty little pass around that he could throw away what he was done, which is what he really attempted to do. Give a cup, give a get promise of two million plus five million a five hundred thousand a year, but only give a million tell a fuck off. And that's the crazy part. And then you wanna and the only worst part about that is you you're doing all of that and then you're not even paying you're not even like at least maintaining your end of the bargain that like you had this person sign an NDA. Promising that you're gonna make sure you're gonna make sure they're financially like sound, and it's anything but. 
hey, you get upset when they when people want to speak out. Right. You didn't do your part. And that's the main part about it. So, um, yeah, if, if we don't condone any of this, though, like, I'm be honest, we don't condone it. And I, I said on Premier Boys, like, I really do hope that, you know, she finds the young woman finds the healing that she definitely needs because it's really tough to come back from stuff like that. So, um, based on this, uh, and you know, sometimes, especially when you're trying to, to win a case, like some of these lawyers couldn't embellish, but based on what I'm reading, the stuff that she says she's gone through post, uh, post trauma includes PTSD, includes severe depression bouts. Um, she's been struggling to even leave her house. She lost multiple jobs, uh, at least two, including one that she really wanted, um, 80, 80 grand a year, um, because she couldn't, she couldn't perform it. She couldn't get, she's gone, like, the one, people could talk about depression all day, but if you're really depressed, you're sacrificing stuff that, that helps you. Like, you're self-sabotaging at this point because you can't get the old pictures out of your head. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I have no idea what she's going through. I, I pray. I pray she finds the father and gets clean and gets and gets her soul cleansed. Because to be treated like that, like um what my boy Common said, being treated like meat is devouring. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So um Janelle Grant, you know, wherever you are. Uh, if these allegations are very true, I, 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 once again, I pray, you know, for healing to get soul. I, I, I hope you, you know, you're okay and you can find it in your heart to, to live happily and love happily again. Oh, Vince McMahon, if these allegations are true, I hope you find Jesus. Uh, you probably need to find a jail cell first. You, we can't, we can't just be using our money to cover up rapes. I don't care how, how, what good thing you did or what thing I liked you did, right? I'll put, don't play with me. I'll put the whole WWE on an R. Kelly list. Thank God that, you know, wrestling is wrestling. Yeah, there's, and on top of that, there's way too many, there's so many options now, like, that people right. check out, so. Decent options, too. Like, is really good. AW good if you want to see some stuff you don't see all the time. Plus, if you want to see WWE stars with different names, shout out to Adam Copeland. Like, that's a real name. You know what I'm saying? Like, Christian Cage. They even got Nigel McGinnis over there on commentary. Go eat it up. Exactly. All you need is Mauro Ronello and you good. Like, you got NXT all over again. Right. They got Taz over there, his son, Samoa Joe. Go eat it up. Right. TNA is on fire right now. I'm going to say that. I'm watching oh, that yeah. the, I, I watched matches from the actual show last week. Um, I watched Trinity's last match. There's this very good options. So I'm hoping that this was a Vince thing, a Vince thing, a Johnny Ace thing, um, you know, depraved old man thing, and not like something that was so deep within the company. Even though if you read these this affidavit, now this is something I kind of want to ask you about. Mm-hmm. If you read when we was when we reading through the affidavit, Hun um, Vince McMahon had gotten so chatty 
about what he's doing with this woman that it effectively stopped anybody else in an, in a, in an official role because she was actually in an official role within the legal department from taking her seriously at any level. They referred to her openly as Vince McMahon's air quotes bitch. Wow. And that's the thing, like, you you trying to find a career to build yourself and, you know, try to make a living with, and you're not even taken seriously at all. And it's like, after doing all that, too, you would, you would think he would keep her name pristine. No, nope. but when you, when, you, when you think about it, like when you're, um, when you're bragging to everybody about, like you say, he was bragging like to the tech team and everything like that. Damn. Like, Continue. Nah, he was. So it's like he didn't really care about it like that much, especially you've seen from what the text was talking about. So, you know, I mean, it it's tough, but hopefully, you know, there is some justice to be had here. And um, yeah, hopefully we get some justice from that. So um until then, this has been another episode of that King Talk with your man Zaren Sands. I want to thank y'all for pulling up. Molly, I want to thank you. For pulling up and going through this and getting your sharing your view on this case with me. Um, you wanna let them know where they could find you at? I definitely do. Before I do that, I wanna greatly thank you for bringing me on, remembering me on this episode. I definitely uh, you know, definitely like to talk about this stuff to bring a full roundness to it and just let us know what we're dealing with out there in this world. Please be careful, everybody. I also want to apologize for the dad moments, still working on that. Um there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to that. So thank you for being very patient with me. With that being said, I don't have Ken here, but you did it pretty good earlier. Can you give me one more? Lonely the cheap. There you go. Uh, they call me Mally Mal. I'm live from the top of the sky. And I want you guys to tune in every week, every Tuesday, every Saturday. We're going to be dropping episodes of that show. Welcome to the trilogy. What is welcome to the trilogy? Well, let me tell you what, because you asked, right? What it is, is generally I want this to be a discussion that guides us into our 30s, right? Um, if you're anything like me, you didn't, you, you, you weren't even supposed to make it to your 30s, right? Nobody really had a plan for you in your 30s. We were surprised we made it to 21. Well, now we're here and maybe we need a little bit more guidance. So I want to have the conversations. I want to have the discussions that kind of help us through that, right? So Tuesdays and Thursdays. Other than that, follow me. They call me Mally Mal. You can find that on everything. So at they call me Mally Mal, M A L I. M-A-L, uh, TCM Melly Mal on uh, Twitter, on that X. Also, follow 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 the page for the podcast, To The Trilogy, on everything. To the number two, The Trilogy. With that being said, I'm going to kick it back into the hands of the, of the master plan right here. And you already know what it is. I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of That King Talk. You can find me at Aaron Sands Premier. That is Aaron Sands Premier on IG and Threads. Link in the description. King Talk Sands on Good Pods and Twitter. Link in the description. Description. I said subscription. That's crazy. Um, Premiere Boys, every Wednesday, all streaming platforms. You already know what it is. We are back at it. Season four. New episodes of King Talk coming back next Friday. Matter of fact, next Friday, and I think it's either this weekend or next weekend, but basically the next episode is going to be the three-year anniversary episode of King's Talk with your bands, Aaron Sands. So, um, grateful to make it be 
able to make it, you know, this far doing this. And I definitely appreciate y'all for rock, for rocking with me. Um, definitely turn it up next week on that one. I'm def, uh, I may be bringing in um, Roddy Rod for that one. So stay tuned for that. But until then, it's your man, Aaron Sands, and we are out of here. Hey, what up? It's your boy, Aaron Sands, and I know you're enjoying this episode of King Talk right now, but I want to dive in a little bit and talk about the Premier Boys podcast. You got me, Aaron Sands, Ken the Gentleman, the homie Roddy Rod, and long live the Chief Mali Mal, all in the building, talking about the hottest entertainment topics, the hottest news topics, and giving our own take on what's going on out here in these streets. It can get raunchy. It could get crazy. You might even be talking about somebody's mama. Who knows? But every Wednesday at midnight, check us out on Apple Good Pods. Don't forget to drop that five-star rating and all wherever else you hear your podcast. Now back to the show, man. What's up, world? This is the Chief Mally Mal, Long Live the Chief, and you're tuned in to King Talk with Mr. Aaron Sands. Don't go nowhere, baby. <laughs>